If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. We have a little history in the making tonight here in Jacksonville. Over the next couple of weeks, we're two weeks away from the NFL draft, of course. Everybody knows that. And Mac Jones has a chance to probably tie Gerard Warren. We don't think Mac's going number two, but he could go number three as the highest draft pick in the NFL draft from Jacksonville. Gerard sorry. Warren okay. is a Lake uh, City guy. Yeah. Okay. Where'd he go again? I'm sorry. Uh... Went to Florida to play college ball, okay. but then to Cleveland okay. as a third overall pick. Gotcha. Uh, and then Renaya Davis looks to be potentially a top five pick. Rebalt High School star basketball player. Goes plays at Tennessee a few years back and has had a stellar career. Did this last night on TV. Think about this, how good Tennessee volunteer basketball has been on the women's side, right? You, everybody knows how good it's been. She is top 10 in school history in eight different categories. That's how good of a career. That's a pretty good company she's yeah. in. Yeah, right Candace Parka. Parka. Hey! 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 <laughs> the Rhode Island accent just came out. <laughs> Candace Parka. <laughs> that was awesome. That was oh, that was not on purpose. The best part was, I have to go back and watch the video. I, was, I go like this. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to correct it. I'm like, are we just going to roll with Candace Parka today? I couldn't hide that. I, was I just like, couldn't hide that. Are you really going to roll with that today? Or are we going to correct that one? <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to be it's like, you know, while. so it's one thing to be like, <laughs> Trevon Merrick or, you know, Morig, but uh, this one's a little different, man, with Parker. <laughs> but uh, we've heard Way of Candace Parker. Yes, there it is. And then we're back. <laughs> and we're back. So you talk, and, and more great. Let's just get to Gene Fournette right He's now. Gonna for the time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Fournette can appreciate what I just said. He's a Vermont guy. Red Sox are winning again, maybe 10 in a row. What's <laughs> happening, Gene? I don't know. They better break those guys up, though. I mean, look, they lost three in a row to start the season. It looked like they were going to be dogs. And, you know, now it looks like, you know, their entire pitching staff's on steroids. <laughs> I know. It is wild what's going on there. Hey, Gene, hope you're doing well, man. I, obviously, I'm trying to eloquently say how big of a couple of weeks this could be in Jacksonville. You've been here for a long time. And, uh, Renaya Davis going tonight in the potentially the top five of the WNBA draft. I think this is, uh, should be a celebration, a huge story. What a career she's had. What a phenomenal basketball player. And uh, now when she gets drafted tonight, she'll make some history as well. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing when you think about it. Because, you know, Jacksonville, to be perfectly honest, is not a hotbed basketball area. This is not this is not a place where college recruiters flock to in great numbers uh, to, to watch, at least, not, at least not on the big-time level. You don't, you don't see a whole lot of Jacksonville – uh, guys or or women going to big time power five schools. So when you see somebody like a Renaya Davis going to a blue blood program like Tennessee, which you know certainly is one of the top two basketball programs in women's college basketball history, uh, you know that makes you sit up and take notice. And listen, she was a four year starter at Reball, second career leading scorer there behind Dorian Williams, who's now the head coach there at Reball. She goes to Tennessee. She's a four year starter there as well. She finishes as the ninth leading scorer, 
there in UT history with like uh, 1,815 points. And she's the one of only four Tennessee women to be like top 10 in career points, career rebounds, and points and rebounds per game. And the other three are, you know, Chamika Holesclaw, Tamika Catchings, and Candace Parker. And, you know, those three are right away on the Mount Rushmore of Tennessee women's basketball. That is amazing. Wow. Uh, Gene, I want to say, do you remember, I don't know if you covered this um Downtown when Rebolt won the state championship a few years ago and they had like a little parade downtown. I, I think that was Renaya Davis's team that won that state championship. And so she would have been there and then off to Tennessee, obviously. And I think what happens is we celebrate some of these high school kids and then for a little bit, you're like, hey, that's cool. Uh, she's doing great or they're doing great. He's doing great. But Renaya Davis, the last couple of years, seems like she's hit some big shots. And then all of a sudden, I look something, wow, there she is. She's scoring 28, you know? Yeah. I mean, she really has developed even as good as she was in high school. I, I don't know if people would have predicted this like a top five potential top 10 WNBA draft pick some four years later, even as good as she was. Yeah, I mean, that's really hard to do. Listen, we all, we all know that the hardest league to make it in professionally uh, is the NBA and the WNBA. I mean, those leagues are harder to make than any other ones because there's so few roster spots. I mean, you're talking about the WNBA. There's only 12 teams. There's only like 135 players in the entire league. So there's, that's why so many uh, female players uh, go overseas, not just because there's not as many jobs in the WNBA, but also the pay, unfortunately, is actually greater overseas than it is in the WNBA. The WNBA has got a long way to go before they start, you know, getting salaries for these women. I mean, they're never going to be what the NBA is, obviously. But, I mean, uh, Renaya Davis, in her first year, if she gets picked in the top four tonight, a lot of people expect her to either go to the Indiana Fever at number four or the Atlanta Dream at number three. Well, you know, take take a guess what her salary is going to be next year if she she is picked in the top four. Would you care to, care to guess? I mean, I would hope over two hundred thousand. No way. No? Yeah. Well, I mean, well, you would hope Ron, top five, Austin, Austin, you would hope wrong because it's three times less than that. Seventy thousand dollars. Yeah, it doesn't. That's wow. What four, that's what the top four picks in the WNBA will make this year. The highest paid player in the WNBA only makes like uh, uh, two hundred and fifty thousand. Wow. That's it. That is. So, crazy uh, if you think about that and you juxtapose that obviously uh, yeah. to to what folks in the NBA are making and that's obviously been a topic outside of mm-hmm. uh, in a variety of sports including uh, US women's soccer as well but Austin obviously it's big I think this is a huge these are moments this is what local sports is all about well, like these yeah, kind and, of moments what is, local sports all about this is kind of what I want to bring up with you Gene because Gene obviously you, you've, you've covered this for a long time now and it's going to be a great honor for Red Renaya Davis when she goes top five for sure in the WNBA draft. But, like, I think of Jacksonville, and coming from someone who grew up in Wisconsin, like, Jacksonville to me was never on, on the hot map in terms of football, basketball, or baseball. But when you talk about great great athletes, I mean, Davis tonight, you got Ryan Murphy, Grayson Allen, and obviously a very rich and uh, prestigious, you know, baseball uh, lineup as well here. Do you think that Jacksonville doesn't really get its just due in terms of athletes that come out of this city and maybe they should be on the spotlight a little more? Well, I think it depends what sport you're talking about. Uh, baseball, I think, is very undervalued here. Uh, you know, we've got a, the, routinely year in and year out, Jacksonville has anywhere from eight to a dozen uh, players in Major League Baseball. 
Uh, there's probably more. There's probably even more than that in the NFL because of the availability of jobs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, other sports, it's tougher. There's just there's 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 not that many spots available. You know, I mean, basketball, as I said, I already said, it's a, it's really difficult to make. You can be a great basketball player, and you may never set foot in the NBA. I mean, you look at Dallas Moore. Uh, you know, one of the greatest player in UNF history, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he's he's lit it up in like three different, four different countries that he's played it. In, played it. He's lighting it up in the Chinese Basketball Association right now. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it, it, it just really depends. But uh, clearly, clearly, football and baseball are are two of Jacksonville's best sports in terms of producing players at the at the professional level. Basketball, not so much. But you know, hopefully, you know, when you once you start to see great players make it and they come out of a certain area, you know, sometimes that can ignite somebody else to do the same thing. See, Brent, I think we have to have Ryan Murphy back on the show again, just so we can hype up swimming a little more, man. Well, I think it's, it's we will. Deal. We'll try to do that, by <laughs> yeah, the way, yeah. uh, leading into the Tokyo Olympics. So, yeah. I mean, there, that's a big swing going on right now. We've had Ryan on the show before, and that is also a very undertold story of Jacksonville, the, the swimming scene and uh, what we have produced. Uh, listen, I love that. I say it all the time. Uh, Gene on, we talk about this or, or whether we're just talking about it. I mean, for a guy from Rhode Island, and you just don't get this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. you don't produce. Well, Rocco Baldelli came from there, you know, mm-hmm. and he was a top five pick. And that was, oh, my gosh. Like, it was unbelievable. You don't get NFL guys. You don't usually get NBA guys. You get some NHL guys. To, but would you, would you care to take a guess at who the greatest, I, I don't want to say greatest, most accomplished athlete to ever come out of Vermont? And my state is, a, I think, it might be a tiny bit smaller than Rhode Island. In terms of population area, obviously it's bigger. Hmm. Uh, Keegan Bradley, the golfer, he's he's probably the most accomplished athlete to ever come out of the state where I grew up. Wow! That that just goes to show you, you know, what a uh, you know what a dearth of uh, of talent in Vermont. I mean, few hockey players here and there. Yeah. How about Uh, skiers? Yeah, yeah, John Leclaire for the Flyers. He he was probably the best. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. That came out of there, but you know, it's. uh, yeah, it's few and far between, but yeah, Jacksonville's uh, uh, certainly had it, had its share uh, of really good athletes, and obviously Bob Hayes would have to top that list. But uh, yeah, it's getting better, and, and, and you mentioned the swimming, and certainly Bowles' program has produced you know a bevy of Olympic goal, uh, a bevy of Olympic medalists, and, and of course uh, you know Episcopal as well. So uh, you know it's uh, you know it's, it, it runs the gamut, but yeah. I don't know that we've seen a stretch where we're, where we'll ever see possibly top five picks in two different sports, certainly two weeks apart, as we might see with uh, Renaya tonight and Mac Jones uh, in a couple weeks. All right, Gene Fredette with us from the Florida Times Union. So let's go there. Chipper Jones, obviously, number one. He's not a Jacksonville native, but goes to bowl school in Major League Baseball. So where does it fall next for, for Mac Jones? Does he become the highest? Well, he could tie Gerard Warren. Uh, he was a, a Lake City guy, obviously in the area, in the Jacksonville area, in Northeast Florida. Um, yeah, I, I believe Gerard Warren was Union County. Was he Lake, Lake Butler? Butler? Lake Butler. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess he was born in Lake City. I think that's a but Lake Butler, Union County guy. And anybody else after that before Tebow? Who am I missing in there? Are, are you talking about a first round draft pick in any sport or uh, top ten NFL? Oof. Uh, I think Kenny Burrow, uh, the wide receiver for the uh, uh, Oilers, most of his career with the Oilers, I think he was drafted number 10 by the New Orleans Saints, I want to say. 
That's 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 one that jumps out at me at the top of my head. Spiller, but I mean, oh, Spiller, C.J. Spiller. Oh yeah. Yep. C.J. Spiller was number nine. He was number nine. Yes. So Lake Butler has two. The Lake <laughs> Butler has the two top picks from Jacksonville. How about that? Well, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I guess if you include Lake Butler as the Jacksonville area, that that, that is true. Yeah, I don't want to offend anybody in Lake Butler, but, I mean, it seriously is on the outskirts. I mean, if you're talking greater Jacksonville, I mean, Max is close to the – downtown mm-hmm. at, at being potentially number three or even in the top 10, he would probably. Yeah, I, I, I think we all, I think all, all of us in the media struggle a little bit as to what constitutes the Jacksonville area. <laughs> I usually, I usually think of it as, you know, uh, Clay County, St. John's, Duval, Nassau. That, that, those are uh, the primary ones that I, that I think of when I think of Jacksonville area. But, you know, some people would, would extend it a little bit beyond that. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, well, let's wrap up here, Gene. I appreciate you taking some time. I think it's a big night for Renaya Davis. I know you did an article uh, this morning in the Florida Times Union, and obviously a big week for Mac Jones coming up. A big couple of weeks. We'll see where he lands. I'm still not convinced he's going to San Francisco, though many people are, and, and hopefully for his sake it's a good landing spot if that's where he goes. But he is going to be drafted in the first round, probably the top ten, uh, no doubt about it, even if it's not with the 49ers. Let's uh, get your thought, quick thought on the Jags. Uh, all over the place at number 25. They've got picks 33 and 45. We know what they're doing at number one. Uh, any feel for what they might do or where you would direct them uh, to go with that pick number 25? Well, the first thing you have to ask yourself is who's coming off the board in the first 24 picks if they don't trade up. You know, I, I, you know, I, I, I did the fantasy column last week of trading up for Kyle Pitts, which I think would be would certainly be an eye catcher and certainly be something that would really get the fan base excited. But I think my guess is that Trent Baalke will think the draft capital would be uh, too pricey because, look, the Atlanta Falcons, if they wish to trade down to get more picks, they're not going to get any more picks than they would get than if Jacksonville wanted to trade up because they'd have to come up 21 spots, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if somebody comes up from number eight or number 10 to get into the fourth slot, you're not going to get as much draft capital as if you come from number 25. But that, you know, again, you, the Jaguars have to be willing to do that. But if they stay at 25, obviously the two names that have been associated the most are the, are, uh, you know, Christian Barmore, the defensive tackle from Alabama, and the TCU safe, uh, safety, Mary. Uh, those are the two names you see uh, more than anybody else. Other than, if I'm the Jaguars, I just go best available player. I, you know, don't worry about your need uh, right now because you have needs all over the board. And if you don't have a, a particular strong need because you've got a decent starter there, go ahead and pick the. If a guy's got much better value, and you know eventually that guy's going to be a starter, if not right away, eventually, because you know there are injuries that happen all over the NFL. I would much rather draft a player who's let's say a linebacker, and you've got him rated as an 8.9 on your board, right out of 10 than to draft for need and, and take somebody who's like an 8.1. You know, I, I, I would always take the greater talent. Uh, and, and don't worry about need because the Jaguars have enough needs in defensive line, safety, tight end. Uh, I, I still think they need to take an offensive lineman in the first two days uh, just to provide depth there because a lot of those offensive linemen that are there now will probably not be there next year. Mm-hmm. So uh, you always – you always have to be forward-thinking. You can't just be thinking about 2021. Because to me, the Jaguars' window of opportunity is going to be 2022 and the next three or four years beyond that. 
Yeah, well said. A lot of different directions the Jags could go in. Uh, it's really part of the mystery and the fun. 25-33-45 uh, is, is going to be pretty cool to watch in the next couple of weeks for the Jags. Gene Fournette, we'll see you down there for a lot of the Jags draft coverage and be an historic night tonight for Renaya Davis. Thanks for checking in. Take care, guys. You bet. Uh, go Red Sox uh, along <laughs> the way. <laughs> uh, Vermont, by the way, had to have. i got to look this up. I, I don't want to put them on the spot too much, but Olympians galore. Yeah, yeah. I would think. Oh, you, I feel like it's like the hotbed for skiing. Yeah, skiing, bobsledding. Bobsledding, yeah. Uh, skeleton. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I bet. But I didn't realize that Keegan Bradley would be kind of like the everyday athlete, you know, the, the major sports. That's insane. The top athlete. That's, I would not have guessed that. I think there are, you know, what's interesting, neighboring state is New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And I think New Hampshire's produced a ton of athletes. Yeah. Like a, a, a well, I should say a ton, but I think a good amount. Um, I'm looking it up. But yeah, I mean, they got him and then John LeClaire. And that's uh, LeClaire's that's about it. Uh, Andrea Mead, who, American skier. Uh, uh, yes, I think you're going to fall into that. I Larry bet. Gardner, th- uh, third baseman for the, your Boston Red Sox. I don't know if you've heard of him before, but he's he's number three overall on this list. So Larry Gardner? Larry Gardner of Anusselberg Falls, the third baseman for the Boston Red Sox, a teammate of the aforementioned Ray Collins, hit his team's only home run in 1912 the World Series. And his sacrifice fly in the tenth inning of the deciding game eight. Game eight. How many games are you playing? Game two was called for darkness with a tie score. What are we doing here? Major League Baseball? Oh, those are different times back then. Game eight called for darkness? What are we doing? I'm disappointed in myself because you didn't know who I Larry Gardner to, was? No, oh. not that. Uh, I forgot to ask Gene what his uh, favorite car was oh, all these years. Oh, yeah. Probably had yeah, a lot of cars. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Billy Kidd, by the way, most famous skier, Frenette says. Just texted me. Billy Kidd. All right. All right. Well, yep. Uh, fun fact with him, he won the silver medal in the slalom at the 1964 Winter Olympics in, in Innsbruck, Austria. Of there course. you go. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> hey, Steve. Obviously. We just learned something today. Very cool. Producer Steve. Very jealous. Who's in for Coos. Coos. Yeah. Has a way better name than Coos. Yes. Coos is kind of a fun name. Like we've nicked it. Justin Coos, yeah, but we've nicknamed him. Yeah, after Bob, Bob Coosie. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve. Yes. His last name is Austin. Yes. A-U-S-T-I-N. I-N. The, the correct way. Steve well, I don't Austin. say the correct way, but the Stone Cold Steve Austin way. I spell your name wrong the entire time. Oh, I've did you really? Austin. I, yeah. I, I didn't even notice, man. It's all good. I'm used to it. Well, he's only knocked three people out that have done that in this building. Yeah, so just I hey, I've I've hurt people for less. But with that being <laughs> said, didn't talk to the the fine, nice cleaning folks here for months. In fact, <laughs> so, he hung a sign on the door. So, Stephen, how old are you, man? You're a little on the younger side, right? I'm 25. So you didn't really grow up with a with the professional wrestling attitude era at Stone Cold Steve Austin. That you're a little after that, right? When I got into wrestling, I made it my life's goal to figure out everything about Stone Cold Steve Austin. My so man. I went back and like, you went, watched you the time. archive. Hey, he checked the tape. He did check the he tape. He did the homework. Have you ever thought, and like, I, I know you're big on TikTok, you're, you got Twitter, all the social media. Did you ever think Stone Cold Steve Austin? Or Stone Cold Stephen Austin, or not. Or Stone Cold Stephen F. Austin. Oh, like for my name? Yeah, for your name, for your handle. Mm, no. No? Uh, no. When, okay. I, when I made my handle, it was specifically supposed to be off of, like, a Tenacious D song. Which one? Explosivo. Okay, yeah. So everywhere enough. everywhere on social media or anything, I'm Explosivo Steve. Now, Brent, they're a band. Okay, um, thank you. Featuring Jack Black, yes. Just, thank you. Heard of Jack Black. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, looking it up right now. Yeah. No, I'm not. Really. No, I'm just taking your word for it. <laughs> I mean, we, don't, we don't do that much homework around uh, no. here right now. Uh, what I did want to ask you, though, is we found out the car for... 
Yes. This Austin. Now I'm checking it out for Steve Austin. Stone Cold. Uh, like I said, Ty and Kaylee's 16th birthday. They are not getting a car. Yeah, um, can I ask you why real quick, though? Isn't that kind of like what parents do? Or no? I guess like, not. I you're not totally wrong. Like, yeah. I guess just didn't, it never didn't was it, a huh? thing. Okay. When I was growing up, okay. and I know times have changed, and it is kind of what parents do, like a lot of, like I'm surprised at how many kids sure. like get cars. Yeah. Or, and, or kids and, work like jobs in the summer to, to earn up for a car. Well, that's different. Sure. I'm talking about how many people get cars. Yeah, yeah. I got you. <laughs> like, I got you. I got you. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Working up you. and buying a your brand own car. New Mercedes. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> whatever yeah, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. I'm just surprised. Nothing wrong with it. Sure. Not for me. All okay. Right? Ain't happening in our house. Okay. Uh, and I, I just don't huh. see any need for it. They live like a mile from school. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I've, well, I've, there's I've, Uber. I mean, there's there's a lot listen, more than you had when we were growing. You got to know your kids. Okay. I don't know if I know my kids well, but I know they shouldn't be behind. Uh, I'm not giving them a call. Oh, because it's the cell phone situation. Well, just everything. I just don't. They're not there yet. Like, I think there are some kids that are 16 and be like, bam, ready to go and fully ready to handle that and take it. I wasn't, but it worked out. And and maybe you weren't, right? So maybe you should have waited a little bit longer. I also didn't have a cell phone, though, either back then. And I've said this on the show before. I do. Yeah. I think there are two of the most dangerous things for teenagers. You're not lying. Are a cell phone and a car, and we give them to them both. Yeah. Here, have them both at the same time. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So, again, your kid might be able to handle it. Yeah. I'm not trusting my kid to handle it. All right? Yeah. I, I just don't. Well, and they're not listen. even bad. They're not bad kids. Nothing wrong. Yeah. They're just, I just, I've, I've always felt like Ty and Kaylee are in a very good way. Mm-hmm. Whatever their age, they're like 16 going on like 14. Yeah. Right. There, there's there's an immaturity in a simple way, in a good way mm-hmm. um, that I just think they're a little younger than everybody else. And so oh, yes. I'm not in yeah. no rush to, to hand over a car. Um, so it does not make you a parent, bad parent. If you okay. did, I'm not, this is not a parenting class. Yeah. I'm just telling you, it ain't happening in my house. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, I have the subs, too. Like if it wasn't like a, a more distracted driver, then I have the subs going. So like the entire car used to rattle because they're so loud. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was, those are the days. Steven Carr. What, what, which was so my, do you have first a favorite? Or my favorite? Your favorite. My favorite is mine right now. It's a Toyota Corolla from like 2013. It looks like a sports car. Flex. Well, like I got, go. I got the, I got the spoiler on the back and everything because it was like major to make flex. It sportsy. That's flex? pretty yeah. good. That if you're driving your favorite car right now, that's cool. That's well. I'm it's only, a cool time to be alive. I only have it because it looks like my dream car, which is so standard, which is a Subaru WRX. That's uh, it. But it those looks are cool like cars, though, man. I like Subaru WRXs. No, I can't fit in them because I actually looked at those one time. Yeah, they're. I had a Subaru wagon. It's a little bit different. Stick shift. <laughs> yeah. One day, we get that Subaru. We become TikTok famous. You, you buy that Subaru at stick shift or automatic? Probably automatic. Yeah, these kids these days. Do Brent. you think Nick, boss man Nick's driving his favorite car right now? Doesn't he have the Mustang? I, I hope that's his favorite car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, it is. yeah, I think it is. Good for him. Yeah. Hope you're driving your favorite car. 5.0. Yep. Um, What's your favorite car? In. I'll like, send mine you... a little bit later. Okay. Not the Peugeot. <laughs> is it the one you got right now? Uh, no, I'm not going there. Okay. Uh, I do like the truck okay. a lot, but... Uh, and I've had some cars that I really like. I'm not even a car guy. Brent's getting ready to come an endorsement. Just wait. Well, I'm glad you asked, Austin, because if you go to my friends at so and so right that. now, I thought about that. Get the, I'm yeah. not going there. This though. is an endorsement. I'm not going to go. You can't do that. I'm endorsed by Peugeot, man. You can't do that. We can't have Oh, what a setup this turned out to be. We're going to go to break. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Shock your mock next. Brent Martineau. Some NBA play-by-play here this week as well. Right here on ESPN 690. 
Austin Lane. Hey, hey, you all right? <laughs> yeah, I know. You look good. over like, are you going to make it? Yeah, man. I'm making sure we're all good here. Hey, listen, I, I get choked up about the new lineup. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. You know, and have them hit to me one way or another. Are you sure you're going to take Max? But I, I do know this. I do know that, obviously, the, the guys who this story originated from, and look, they're the best in the business. I mean, look, Shefty's the best in the business, period. He has more context than... You know, most people have combined in their phones, you know, multiple people. So he, he understands, you know, what's going on with this. But at the same time, he's always said this. Things can change. And I've seen things change. At the very top of the draft, within the first five, six picks, we switched the top of our top 100 board and took a different player. That's dangerous. Yeah. I think that's a dangerous thing. In fact, playing with fire. There, that was Lewis Reddick, by the way, talking about Mac Jones and, and the switching of. I'll give you two examples of, of why that's big time dangerous, and it's right here in Jacksonville. One, Jack Del Rio coming on with us a couple summers ago and talking about Blaine Gabbert and him being at the buffet line when they move up and make a trade for him. Yes. Which means it wasn't necessarily like, hey, if he slips to here, here's the plan. Yeah. That everybody was on the same page. So there was either bad communication or it was kind of an emotional play. Let's go get him now. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what that I read into that. The other one being Shad Khan in January when he spoke at a news conference and said, in essence, I'm not going to quote him here, but in essence said, we have to do a better job of being on the same page throughout the first couple of days of the draft and yep. not get in the meeting room, get in the war room, and then start making other decisions, alternate decisions. Again, that wasn't the exact quote, uh, so I don't want to misrepresent, but it was an alarming soundbite, one that I think got underplayed mm-hmm. to kind of tell you about the past and what he's learned being in that war room the last eight years where things might have got a little bit of emotional at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you hear that from this isn't just the Jags. Teams do that. And Riddick just kind of said the same thing. If you're switching around on draft night, I, maybe you get lucky and you hit and you're like, ah. Glad we made an audible. That's gambling, man. That's, but that yeah. doesn't seem, for a process that is 18 months in the making, Yeah. Well, that seems a little bit reckless to me. Obviously, with trades, things can happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But you have to have don't you a good idea. No, no. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Do we know, is Mac Jones going to be in Jacksonville? Be in Cleveland. He's going to the draft. Yes. So with that being said... And, and, and this is my own. I don't know Mac Jones really. I think I might have trained with him once. Um, I, I, and when I say trained with him, like I saw him throwing footballs while I was doing my stuff. And, you, know. <laughs> you weren't um, catching passes. Yeah. But listen, as a as a Jacksonville native like Mac Jones is, I want to try to benefit him as much as possible. And this is really me talking more to, I guess it's Mac Jones, but also his agent, whoever his PR people are. You know when you get drafted and they play the song, you, you, the song of your choice, and you get drafted and you come out and give Roger Goodell a hug and everything? If Mac Jones, and once again, I cannot state this enough. I've talked about this before. If Mac Jones doesn't come on the stage to Mark Morrison's return of the Mac, then what are we even doing, Mac Jones? Okay? You're doing the entire city of Jacksonville a disservice if you don't go on the stage coming out to Mark Morrison's return of the Mac. That's all I'm going to say. Give Roger Goodell a hug, return of the Mac. I mean, I'm just printing money for you right now, man. Embrace it. Marinate in it. And get back to me. You are like between the album cover the other I day. Just, I just want to see people get paid, man. I don't know why you're not working on some marketing firm. 
Because I'm here. Because I'm locked in this contract here, unfortunately. <laughs> and, and there's nowhere to go. <laughs> there's nowhere to go. Yeah, it's got me. No trade clause. Yeah, it's got me. No trade clause. Uh, I can pull up my back tomorrow. Not going to matter, man. I'm, I'm, I'm committed here. Jags fans, you can win a chance to meet the pick courtesy of TIAA Bank. Just visit TIAABank.com slash meet the pick to register each day through draft night. That's through April 29th, coming up two weeks from tonight. No purchase required to enter or win. For eligibility and other details, see the official rules at TIAABank.com slash meet the pick. Really cool contest and kind of know who that pick is. So get a chance to meet that pick. Might be pretty good. Check yeah. it out at uh, TIAABank.com slash meet the pick. Brent Martino, Austin Lane, Steve Austin. <laughs> Stone Cold. <laughs> He's going to say it. Be like, they have Steve Austin on today? I mean, <laughs> do, listen, I, I don't want to throw trades around or anything like that, but if we can just call him Stone Cold and have him just be the producer for the rest of the I was time. Just thinking, I was just thinking something, okay? Yeah. Well, by the way, Kuz might work himself out of this anyway. He might never come home from Cancun, you never know. Uh, or he just may not want to come back. Might come back, yeah. But... You know what's really strange about when I say Steve Austin? What's up? Is it doesn't sound right. No, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. You have sir. to say Stone yep. Cold Steve Austin. Or, or it's a Texas rattlesnake because Steve Austin's also the $6 million yeah. man. But for the casual, yes. you have to say Stone Cold. It's like Steve Austin doesn't even sound like... No. It, it's it's not doesn't sound like the wrestler. It sounds no. like our producer here on Correct. ESPN no. 690. No. And that's why I call him Stone Cold. But mm-hmm. forget about Stone Cold. Maybe we should just give this Steve mm-hmm. a... Nickname prior to his name, so okay. then we call him Stone Bold. I mean, what, what do you want? I mean, to do? don't want to play that close well, to it. I want to, dude. Your name's Steve Austin. I'm calling you Stone because he was my favorite wrestler. But you know how I, much of a Steve know, Austin fan I am. You can't give the guy a same nickname. Why not? We give Coos Coos. I don't call Ty the Splendid Splinter. <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> what? <laughs> Ted? What? Williams? Oh, I mean. But I'm not gonna yeah. give him that nickname. But, yeah, but, He's got that but, but nickname. His na- yeah, but his name's Tyler. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> but his name is Tyler Martino. <laughs> Well, where are you going well, with this? Well, if it was Ted Williams, I wouldn't call him the Spud Spud oh, okay. okay, I got that part. I, I was so confused for a second. I'm like, wait, what? Sorry, man. I heard Splinter. I was thinking the Adrian and the Germans for a second. I knew where dude. you were going with that. Ted Williams, man. All right, let's go to. Let's get going. Hey, Shock your mind. Hit the off the rails button. Let's hit the song, man. He is none other than the Shock Master! SI article. You better believe it. I, I mean, as I should have, though, right? That was Absolutely. justified. That was justified, that was good. right? It was good. No, no, no one talks about my city that I way. I almost walked back out. All right. Well, guess what? I got plenty of more rage to spare here, Brent, because we got this gentleman today. Uh, BT Brad 99. Maybe he's a Wayne Gretzky fan. Who knows what's going on? But we just call him Brad on Twitter, apparently. Now, let's go to the profile picture real quick. We because got punched he, by Aaron Donald. Oh, did you, can we talk about that later, too, by the way? Who's going to fight Aaron Donald? I wouldn't fight Aaron Donald. 
Mm-mm. No. Well, they might get paid for it. I mean, I could, I could, I could we'll maybe, but that, like, I don't know. I, that, that's that's bad a, choice. Let's go, let's go ahead and bookmark that topic because we, we got. I'm glad you brought that up, man. We should go to the wallet. Says it all. You see that guy's eye socket? Yeah, did. Fractured anybody? Okay. Anyways, we got Brad here. Brad, maybe he's an Aaron Donald fan. Maybe he's throwing that right <laughs> cross one time uh, to my mock draft, but we'll see here. Go to the profile picture, though, Brent, all right? He's got a cute dog in it, all right? Oh. So so immediately, immediately trying to put out the cute, you know, oh, I'm holding a dog in the profile picture for some sympathy shock. Let's just call it. <laughs> Maybe some sympathy shock. <laughs> Let's be honest, though. I'm glad it's a dog. Thank God it's not a cat because if it was a cat, back to the queue you go. You go back to the end of the line if you have a cat or anything cat-related that's not a Jaguar in your bio. He checks out, he's ready to roll, and he's ready to get shocked. All right, so one, uh, here we go. So number one, Trevor Lawrence, duh. Um, you know, this has been the, the one bad thing about Shocky Mock this year, Brent. And, you know, it's getting bigger and bigger per year. But, but it's Trevor Lawrence, you know, and, and that's okay. I still You're celebrate it. I'm not getting bored with it because every time I hear his name, I get a little twinkle in my eye. Like every time you say Trevor Lawrence, an angel gets her wings or whatever. So it's all good. Well, on day but, two of Shock Your Mock, yeah. we're now on day like 20-something well, or 18. We had Zach Wilson. On day two, you had somebody else. So you basically foiled I anybody I lost, from yeah. putting anything but Trevor Lawrence well, at number one. And that guy didn't get a t-shirt And he either. didn't even get it. That's what I, I mean. Like They're here for the t-shirt. You can try to trade for Patrick Mahomes as far as I'm concerned. You're not getting a t-shirt. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes comes up via <laughs> trade somehow. By the way, there's, there's, there's some sub-tweeting going on in the secondary market. And people are asking, so have you got your shirt yet? Have you got your shirt yet? Is there really a shirt? <laughs> hey, uh, and, 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 and I can't state this enough. The shirts fall on Brent Martineau. That's at Brent A.S. Jacks. There's, don't come to me about that. There's two answers here. Yes, there is a shirt. Yes. Like the shirt exists. Look yes. at that. Look at that. Nice little ESPN. Sh- oh, Brent, oh, yeah. you better believe it. With some scared people on the back. Yep. That's good. Now, are but, people so going to get this shirt, Brent? <laughs> what are you getting? <laughs> I just I'm haven't just, got to it yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, but I, asked Steph, I said, Steph, can you go pick up 20 envelopes for me? She was yeah. supposed to do it yesterday, so now I'm blaming Steph. Okay. And now today's the kid's birthday, because so the, she's been doing a lot. But you didn't buy him a car, so how important is her 16th birthday really? To me, not the really. Things, I mean, exactly. <laughs> I mean, get him a cake, get him an ice yeah, cream cake, and let's move on with our lives. <laughs> but I'll be honest, though, Brent. Okay, this is my baby, right? And, and we're getting sidetracked, but let me a little off the rails. Don't hit the button quite yet, but we're getting a little sidetracked here. But let's be honest, Brent. Shocky Mock's my, like, this is my baby, man. I, I take great pride in this. I sacrifice a lot of energy to this. I sacrifice a lot and, of my wallet. And heaven this. help me, <laughs> and heaven help me if if we get a bad Yelp review on Shocky yeah. Mock because you can't send out some t-shirts. Listen. So can we take care of that for everybody, even please? The, even, I think it's John Hopkins, if I remember his name. I might have said that wrong, but I, I think it was. He's even over in the UK. He said, don't worry about sending me a shirt. I said, I'm sending you a shirt. Okay. He'll get the shirt. I'm yeah. just saying the shirts are coming people okay but i'm only doing like two delivery orders like i'm going to the post office it's gonna be in bulk. With 20 at a time it's gonna be in and bulk. then with another whatever's left okay well, okay you, you just I'm make not sure going every day to the post office sounds good but you just make sure that you use uh aws because the, 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 it's gonna t- 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 <laughs> i the am the customer service department <laughs> all right you are in all departments okay so pick number two pick 25 uh we got chabon merrick that's gonna be a draft need alert well, whenever you're ready draft need alert if you're there, Stone Cold. Better stone response cold. than yesterday. Stone Cold, baby. Get that guy a beer. So this is a draft need alert, obviously. You know how I feel about Mary. We've been breaking him down a lot. But what more is there to say, Brent? Not Trevor sure. and Trevon. Sounds like a little bit of an R&B duo. I'm not mad at that. Trevor and Trevon. Hey, babe, let's go and turn the lights out. Like those candles. Let's put on some <laughs> Trevor and Trevon. You know what I'm saying? I like that. that. I think we might have something here, Brent. I'm, I'm, I'm almost rooting for this. Let's go to pick number 33. 
Terrace Marshall Jr. once again. Okay, now I don't know. If this is like a running gag, but y- you went from doing a cool hip R&B group that you know the wife can get into, that the missus can get into, if you will, and now you have essentially a trio. You have Destiny's Child of Tre- <laughs> Trevor, Trevon, and Terrace Marshall Jr. And when we talk about Destiny's Child, who do you got? You got Beyonce. You got Kelly Rowland. Who's the other one, Brett? You know her name? Cause I don't. Hey, Steven, you know the other one? I don't either. Not she, a clue. She was on uh, the, the, the Masked Singer or whatever that, or the Masked Dancer, what, one of those mask shows. She was on that because that's how far her career has fallen. And this is my point. We don't need another T on the team back-to-back-to-back to back to back Tommy Namskis. All we need is Trevor and Trevon. Terrace Marshall Jr. might be a great wide receiver. I don't want to go Trevor, Trevon, Terrace Marshall Jr. Not talking about his playing ability, just his name. So it's a no for me. And now we're going off the Rails. Maybe it'd be boys to men. And now we're going off. Oh, I mean. Ask and you shall receive. Maybe it could be boys to men. Don't, don't put boys to men in this category, Brent. But I, I get what you're saying. That was a nice name, Trevor. Yeah, Trevon. Yeah. Terrace. 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 Boys to men. Just, just, just add an end to it. Just add an end and say Terrence, though. Come on, man. Terrace. I I, killing I, us. I think we're just going to call him Terrence okay. if he gets here. <laughs> that would be really respectful. Uh, so then we got pick number 45. Oh. Can you imagine if his name's Terrence? Good thing he doesn't play defense. Imagine Joe Cullen yelling, Terrence. No, no. It'd be, he'd name him Terrence. Terrence. He would. Terrence. He would, he, he, he would have flashbacks of yelling at Terrence Knighton, and he'd call him Terrence for sure. <laughs> Let's go to pick number 45. We got a new alert here. Uh, uh, it's, not, it's not a button. Don't worry about it, Steve. I'm just saying there's a new guy alert. Uh, and it is an interior defensive line, so let's go ahead and make that a draft need. But it's going to be a womp womp next to it. Or just... Oh, there it is. This guy's good. This guy's good. Um, Brent, you're probably too old for this, but there's this movie called The Avengers. Okay? Yeah, heard of it. Uh, and Steven, you, Never you seen can relate it, to this. So, do you know that meme from The Avengers where it's uh, Thanos and uh, the, the, the kid Gamora, and he's talking to his daughter, and she's like, what, what did it sacrifice? And he's like, everything. This is essentially what happened here when you took Davion Nixon at pick 45. Hey, Gamora, did you get into your defensive lineman? Thanos. I did. Gamora, what did it cost? Thanos. Well, uh, it cost a second-round pick for a guy out of Iowa who's not suited to play a 3-4 defensive tackle, uh, who is not a promising 3-4-2 gapper, and is just kind of a guy. That's what it cost to take Devon Nixon. I get it. He, he's, he's a corn-fed Iowa guy. We like those guys in the trenches and everything. But this guy is a prototypical 4-3 defensive tackle. I think he's a little needs, needs a little more something in his something. Sand in his shorts. Don't say that. Don't. It's pants, first of all. But don't say that. We, we don't say that in this show. Sand but, in his pants. But he needs a little more that in his that to play, I think, a two-gap technique. I don't think that's what he's made for. So, essentially, he took a pick at 45 who's playing out of position. And I... And I hate it. I don't like Terrence Marshall Jr. because of the TTT. And I don't like Davion Nixon right now. Pick number 65. Oh, here we go. Friday with Fry some value. Me. And it's going to be another draft need alert. <laughs> a lot of draft need alerts today. It's a record for draft need alerts. This, this could be. So pick number 65. Does he drop that far in the third round? Uh, this obviously. This, some think so. Remember now he's been know, out of the, out of the second round by Mel Kuyper. I know, but. This draft is not powered by AWS, so how seriously can you take this draft right now? By the way, if you want to power something, everybody, AWS is the way to go. Pat Fryermuth, okay, it's a draft need alert. We established that. 
You know what that means, Brent? It's the Pat Fryermuth fun fact of the day. And you know how hard Red this Sox is. are on a roll. Well, yeah, and congratulations. We'll see how long that lasts. We'll talk about that later. Here's another Pat Fryermuth fun fact. And once again, he didn't tweet anything. He just retweeted something. So he, he retweeted. By the way, the Red Sox lost. <laughs> good, good. Hey, just like in the Avengers, everything must count a balance. Yes. Minnesota won on a walk-off. <laughs> yes, balance, just like all things should be. Uh so Pat Fryermuth apparently knows somebody from the Elon basketball team or is just a giant Elon basketball fan because he retweeted it. Be- between the 25 retweets of of Penn State football and the three retweets of the Boston Red Sox, there's one retweet of Elon basketball. Stay tuned, everybody. We're, we're going to do a, a, a deeper dive on that tomorrow. Uh, I can't wait, man. Who knows what's going He's on? Loyal. He is loyal. He is loyal. Next guy we got, Keith Taylor Jr. Brett, you know who Keith Taylor Jr. is? Not really. And here we are with Keith Taylor Jr. Corner. All you got to know about Keith Taylor Jr. is when I looked him up on the NFL uh, you know, Combine website where they had the player comparisons, you know who his player comparison was? Not available. Didn't, <laughs> didn't even give him one. Didn't, didn't even give him a comp- comparison. A lot like, of corners that have played in the hey, NFL. Hey, couldn't even give a comparison. So that's all you need to get about that guy. Essentially, should have compared him to Quincy Williams. <laughs> <laughs> what you got to do, man? Even Quincy Williams is compared to somebody. Austin Lane, if you want to throw it out there, a little Murray State connection. This guy had no NFL player comparison, so I couldn't really break him down. Did I check the film? No. Did NFL.com check the film, obviously? Probably not. So it is what it is there. Pick 130. I mean, you know how I feel about this guy. Okay? This could be the next... I don't know. This could be the next J.J. Watt as far as I'm concerned. This this, this guy could be the next... Give me a good defensive end, Brent. I don't know. I'm, I'm drawing a blank for some reason. J.J. is good. Yeah. This guy could be the next J.J. Watt. I'm going to be honest with you. T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt as well. He's doing pretty well. He doesn't play fullback. Or you say Derek Watt as well. Shout out to the whole Watt family. Uh, and then they're all their subway. You think the Watts really eat subway? Yeah, I bet they do. You think so? Yeah. Okay. On well, that travel circuit, they stopped at some that? subways along the way. You think so? I bet they do. Okay. Well, I think they did. They, okay, whatever. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to call this guy A-A-O, okay? Cause unless you want to pronounce his name. And it's no disrespect to this dude. I just, you Out know. Out of the combo. And then finish that up, Brent. F- f- finish the Agundehi. race. Finish the race. Agundehi. Okay, well, there you go. Um, that's who they're taking on pick 130. Not much to say about it. I don't... I'm not looking forward to saying that dude's name because, like I said before, I just started getting Caleb on Chason's name right. Did I get that right? You did. Nailed it. Two days in a row. Pick 145. Large explosive pass rusher, by the way, who flashes ability on occasion. on occasion. On occasion. On occasion. Hey, hey. <laughs> I don't want to brag or anything, but I have, a, I have a pretty good understanding of the language that Joe Cullen speaks, and nowhere in Joe Cullen's vocabulary is the phrase on occasion. You either do it or you don't. But there is no on occasion. So thank you, Brent Martino, for that deep dive right there. Is there an NFL player comparison to him? No, no, probably not. Huh? Not at okay. least here. We're going back to back. No player comparisons. Pick one for probably Austin Lane. Uh, pick one forty-five. Chuba Hubbard. You know how I feel about him, Brent. We like this Chuba. Is the value, Brent. Value, value, Just value. Change his name to Chuba. For, I know, right? That's a little confusing, but we're gonna let it slide. Um, once again, in terms of endorsements, in terms of T-shirts, I could have fun with this dude. And plus, I think he's gonna be a great running back. Ran a four-three at the com uh, at the pro day, not the combine, obviously. Don't give him that much credit. At the pro day, probably was downhill, but still impressive nonetheless. Finishing up. 
up this draft. We've got Trey Hill, interior offensive line, pick 170, and Royce Newman, offensive tackle, pick 249. So let's... Hello, Newman. Newman. Seinfeld, right? I mean, somebody finally got that, by the way. I can't believe you didn't get that. Man. Yeah, sorry. Did you watch Seinfeld? I Nothing. did, but okay. I'm just not like uh, that, that locked you're, you're, in you're every episode wired. guy. Yeah. yeah, It's all good, man. Still trying to find the office. <laughs> well, good luck with that one. So in, so now in retrospect, in conclusion, the cliff notes of this mock draft, Trevor Lawrence, congratulations. Trevon Merrick, you better believe it. Back-to-back Trevor and Trevon, R&B, let's get platinum records going, and then you ruined it with Terrace Marshall Jr. I feel like you're cracking a joke at me. We don't appreciate here. Davion Nixon playing out of position. Pat Frymuth, good to see you again, man. We see you every single day, essentially. Keith Taylor Jr., I don't, I, I don't know. I, I wish there was a comparison. I wish somebody could tell me what Keith Taylor Jr. could do or who he's compared to. No comparisons out there. Can't give you that one. Obviously, the, the next guy, pick 130. A.O., what's up? Uh, pick 145, <laughs> Trevor Hubbard. I like it. A.O. Hey, as Tyson Adelaide used to always say, hey, yo. Hey, yo. And then we got Trey Hill <laughs> and Royce Newman. Is it the worst mock draft ever? Nah, maybe. Is it the best mock draft ever? Far, far from it. And you better think that uh, your best friend in that picture, that that, that good-looking pup in that picture, because I'm trying to be nice, I'm trying to be respectful, because he is the goodest of the good boys. But in terms of your mock, it is the worst of the worst, <laughs> and we just shocked the shockiest of the shocks. Brent Finish him up. Please, we cannot have a mock draft tomorrow with Trevor, Trevon, and Terrace because I think at the very least Austin will run out of material. I don't know. I mean, I, we I, do this for like a I'm third time in a row. I, I'm, I'm literally like I'm, a stand-up I'm comedian. I'm getting to the point where we're putting Matt Jones at number one. I'm, 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 I literally have like a, like, like a mock microphone in my living room. Okay, so what's the deal with Trevor and Trevon and Terrace? Have you seen this? Have you heard of this? Like, I'm, dude, I'm running out of material. Ronan's like, what are you doing, Dad? I know, right? <laughs> now, thankfully, he's at school right now. But, but I'm sure my wife's got questions. Plenty of questions to be asked about you. Football at 5 coming up. By the way, Brad, BT Brad, Aaron Donald number. Yeah. Your mock just got shocked, but we'll send a T-shirt for you or the dog. Eventually. Don't just, 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 just <laughs> open-ended. It does exist. Yeah, we have to get some like, fine but print in here. Think about the shirts as kind of like Coos's wedding gift. You have about a year to do it, right? Isn't that kind of the thing? Like you got a year to do it? I mean, I think it's more of writing out your wedding thank yous. Like, oh, is that the year? Yeah. What? Well, yeah. I think you have a year to give a gift. To give a gift? I'm pretty sure. You don't have the ceremony. <laughs> what? If, I don't know. What I are think, you talking about? I thought you had a year to give a gift. Who says that? I don't know. Maybe no, it is man. the thank yous. No, it's, it's the thank yous for sure. I have Chris's gift friend. before he got married. It's at my house, but he left early. He should have stayed until Wednesday. He would have got yep. it. And it would have been a good one. Can you please, uh, you, can you please bring it in when he comes back? Yes, we will. We'll do it live Spoiler. on the air. Oh, I can't wait. Sorry, Nicole will have to come in for that. All True. right, Football at 5 coming up next. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690.